and it's time for All Things Gardening with Charlie Nardozzi. Brought to you by Vermont Victory Greenhouses and Gardener Supply. Good morning, Charlie. Good morning, Mary. Well, Charlie, I feel compelled to tell you in this episode introduction that I am a Libra who's cuspy on Scorpio. And if you're wondering why I'm revealing such a description, it's because of this topic that you brought to us today, how to match flowers with personality traits based on your zodiac sign. <laughs> oh, yes, it's a fun one. What's your sign? <laughs> your sign tells you supposedly about your personality. I'm not so sure how that accurate it might be, but it supposedly does. And then, of course, the National Garden Bureau did a fun little article that I just read about matching certain flowers with people with have different zodiac signs based on the traits of both of those things. So you're a Libra, which is perfect because I was going to use that as one of the examples. Of course, Libras are all about love and romance and beauty and smiles and all kinds of things, but they also can be tough. So the perfect flower for a Libra is a rose. Beauty, fragrance, elegance, all of that's there. But if you cross it, there's the thorns. So I'm an Aquarius and Aquarius, uh, believe it or not, tend to be shy and quiet, but they're very loyal. And so a nice flower for an Aquarian would be something like an orchid. An orchid could be very showy. It could seem a little delicate, a little shy, a little withdrawn, but it's got a really tough plant on that. Of course, these are all very subjective, so I'm not quite sure how much I agree with all of these. So if you wanna have a little fun with the Zodiac and some of your friends and family members, Find out what sign they are, Take a little, do a little research, and come up with a plant that might be the perfect gift. Why do I feel like I should recite the lyrics from the Fifth Dimension song, right? <laughs> when the moon is in the seventh house. <laughs> I don't make me break into song. <laughs> no, that's really fun. I love that. Um, well, we've got questions from our audience, Charlie. Here's this first one from Bill in Plattsburgh. And Bill writes, a quick question on Mandevilla. We have two that we've been growing outside on our front porch for the last two years. We grow them on a decorative chain attached to the soffit of the house. In early fall, I cut them back and I've been storing them in a heated mud room. But I noted your website comment about growing them in a sunny room for the winter. My question is, Bill writes, should I bring these potted plants into the warmer house near the sunny south windows or keep them at lower temps in the mudroom? Well, Bill, I always uh, say if it's not broken, don't try to fix it. So if it's working uh, in the mudroom, I would say continue doing that. The only reason why you might want to move them into the sunnier, warmer house is that as you get closer to bringing them outside, you might want to get a little jump on the season. So in the mudroom, they're probably not going to grow very much. Put them in a sunny south-facing window in March or April, they're going to start growing. And if you do that, you can put them out end of May, early June, and you might get flowers a little bit earlier. Okay. Antonia in Woodstock has a question and writes, will you please recommend a potting soil that doesn't repel water? Often water pours through and fills the dish beneath where it evaporates before the plant benefits. It's then necessary to soak the plants in a basin of water while they'll float for a half hour. I recognize that I shouldn't let my plants become too dry, Antonia writes, but even then, the soil still dis still appears to repel the water. Is there a solution to this annoying dilemma? Yes, there is, Antonia, and the solution is coir, C-O-I-R. It's a coconut husk fiber that you can add to potting soils, or you can buy potting soils that already have it in there. Quar is hydrophilic, meaning it, it likes water. It'll absorb water really easily. Most potting soils have peat moss in them, which is hydrophobic. When it dries out, it repels water. And that's the issue you're seeing there. So look for the quar, either add it yourself or getting a pot, get a potting soil that already has it. 
Okay, great. And if you have a question about your plants or gardens, send them to us, vermontpublic.org. Search for all things gardening and right there in that post, submit your question. Thanks, Charlie. You're welcome, Mary. And I'll be seeing you in the garden. <laughs>